Hello and welcome to this episode of the Worship Bambuller Podcast, where we are working with you to lay the foundation for skillful worship. I'm Eric Roberts, and this is my co-host, Emily Roberts. Hi, everybody. And today, if you're watching on YouTube, we have some pretty pedals on the table. We're going to be talking today about plug your bass in this way for killer tone. Ooh, killer tone. Killer tone. Can I can I say that at church? Can I be like, <laughs> that's killer tone, dude? I was just gonna add the dude. It belongs with killer. Yeah. I think. Get your bass sounding killer, dude. Um, yeah, musicians are kind of weird, you know. <laughs> Takes one to know one, I guess. Yeah, but if you're a bass player, <laughs> I know you're out there thinking, I have frumpy bass tone. I have no <laughs> low end boost. Oh, I'm sure they're all thinking that there's no presence in my tone my tone sounds thin i i don't know do you do you lay it in bed at night and think my bass tone sounds thin well if you don't <laughs> i don't know I'm being silly but when when bass players they like to be like you know real big like they like to they like it when we turn up the subs, you know. Sure. I do too. When I'm playing the bass at this big church in Ohio, I play with sometimes they would randomly ask me to play the bass, and I'd be like, okay. Their subs are so big, like you play the bass, you don't need, you don't, you just feel the bass. It's just feeling rumbling the whole room. Um, it's a big room, and our church is kind of rumbling now too, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is these days. <laughs> these days we've been rumbling the subs. So do bass players kind of feel like superheroes? They do. Because I mean, they shake the whole room like that? Yeah, I mean, you, you're you saying little fingers like, and then everything's like, everybody's chest is just like caving in, <laughs> you know? It's, that's that's how you guys want to feel, right? I guess that volume level may be for another another podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to do a volume level podcast soon, soon. Uh, but right now we're talking about how to plug your bass in. Because if, you, if you've got a bass guitar and you just take it up to your church and they give you a direct box and you plug straight in, that does happen. Uh, it happens less than guitar players. But on our last episode, we talked about acoustic guitars. The bass player will do that, but it just sounds thin. It doesn't have enough power. If you Now, I think if you have active electronics in your bass, that might be better uh, in that scenario. But still, why would you do that when you can get, for very inexpensive, one of these um, active direct box sort of things? And we're going to talk about those. So you, you, you here, here's one for my guitar. I, I just put one at our church for bass, and it was the $40 Kayleen bass direct box. Okay, so basically what it does is it you plug into it, and it has like drive, volume, bass, treble. It's like a little preamp. And it's like having a little amp, but you don't have an amp, but you have like the little preamp section. And the other popular ones are on this sheet at worshipbandbuilder.com slash gear. I have all of this here. But also in the description of this video, you'll see that I've put some Amazon links to the MXR80 Bass Direct Box, which is like $80 or $100. The Sansep sans amp tech 21 bass driver which is like 200 dollars. look i i bought the cheap one guys i'm i think they'll probably notice a a i'm a cheap okay i'm gonna buy <laughs> i'm gonna buy the cheap cheap pedal and at some point i felt guilty like when i got into the worship guitar pedal thing because if you watch my pedal board videos they're affordable pedals they're not like 700 hundred dollar pedals or 400 hundred dollar pedals and I, I think some some guys have those like real expensive pedals but i will go right over to behringer and buy the like 40 dollar knockoff and i'll tell you guys this and we'll talk about this in the next episode too that behringer 
I didn't know this until a couple of weeks ago. I was watching YouTube. They're making these pedals. They're knocking off all the all the pedals, right? Okay. They're basically making the exact pedal for like a third of the price. And their their factory's so big and they own so many so much power that they can like make really pretty good quality stuff. Cause some people think Behringer's cheap or Behringer's junky. And I've heard that my whole life. And I've always thought, yeah, I guess Behringer must just be junky. But then I realized after watching this video, it's because they have just a massive production facility and they're just awesome. So now I'm even more excited to buy these Behringer pedals when you can save like 75% off the standard pedal. So don't feel bad. We put one of these uh, $40, well, Kayleen bass directs on, in our, on our stage and it is very cheaper than Behringer. They're like the cheapest of the cheap Amazon pedals, but I've had several of them and they work fine. Right. Well, if you say so, I guess the bottom line to me is, are the, are you getting the quality that you want? I am. That's what I'm saying. If you so plug it you in, go. yeah, you plug your bass in and it sounds awesome. What do you, what do you care if it was 40 or 400? So anyway, there's my pedal snob Your pocketbook speech. will thank you. Your pocketbook will thank you. Your wife will think. She won't be all mad like, where'd all that money go? Because that's how we all talk yeah, if you when get, we're afraid that the money has gone somewhere it shouldn't. If you get a bunch of really expensive <laughs> pedals, then you're going to have to be explaining to your wife what happened. Okay. Okay. I want to ask you something else. So we're talking about improving our tone with our equipment here. Yeah. When you are doing this on stage, how does this affect your sound person? It makes them happier. It you know? does? Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's when I started thinking about this. I was running some live sound for our guys during COVID, and... I was like, man, why does the bass sound so dead? So I was like, oh, that's why. We're just, you know, so I just fixed, I was here, use this or use the Line 6 X3 Live. We had an extra one of those or I had one and we used that for a while. It's a guitar effects processor, but slash bass. So you can also grab an old guitar effects processor off eBay for a hundred bucks. That was like a $600 pedal when it was first new. It was really high end. And now we just use it for the bass or use it for some extra guitar that we have because you can buy them on eBay for like a hundred bucks now. So you can go back, go back like eight years, 10 years, find out what was really hot like 10 years ago and go on eBay and just buy them up, you know, because they're still good. The X3 Live is still phenomenally good pedal. Everybody's on to the newest thing. But if you're trying to look for a bass direct box kind of thing, Having an X3 pedal, it's 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 awesome. I mean, it would have been it would have been overkill back then because who's going to pay all that money just to run the bass into it? So the Sansamp, the MM, MXR, go back ten years, buy some older gear uh, on on eBay, and the sound guy's going to notice because he's going to turn it on. It's going to sound good. That's everybody's going to notice. You know, the bass sounds really really good in our mix right now. We've been going through this little uh, bass direct box. What it does is. Uh, you can simply put into a tuner. So I'll give you the simple setup. That's the part of this this thing. So a simple setup is plug into a tuner on the floor, a floor tuner, and then plug that into your bass direct box thing, either your Sansamp or your MXR, MX, Beatty, you know, it's a, a direct box for bass. Dial in your tone, and then out of that, you can go XLR to the board. You don't even need a direct box because they work as direct boxes. Okay, multi-purpose. Yeah, they're very affordable. They're easy to use. They're flexible. Um, and really, like my notes here say, any multi-effects processor will do better than just going direct in. Um, 
how to plug it all up. I told you that bass into the pedal box, maybe go to a tuner first and, and then go right in. Why you want to go to the tuner first is because always you can tune, you know, who wants to be out of tune bass players, <laughs> you know, having a floor tuner, which the floor tuners I've been using are like 150. I always thought like, Oh, I better get an expensive one. But now that I've kind of realized this Behringer thing, it's, they have like a 30 or $40 pedal. It's a Behringer T tuner pedal. And I would just use that. Okay. Just stay, stay on the, stay on the low down, low down on the budget. And that way you can get gear for everybody. So if you wanted to put four tuner pedals on your stage and you were trying to buy the poly tunes, they're like 150 each. That's a lot of money. You know, but if you buy Behringer's, then you're saving, saving money. All right. And who doesn't like to save money? Yeah. So just just take your bass guitar seriously. Uh, one thing I did tell the bass guy a couple months ago is he was playing real soft, and then he was playing real loud, and then he was playing real soft, playing real loud. And I said, like, dude, you got to play the, like even the whole time because we're like back there trying to mix, and it's like you're loud, you're soft, you're loud, you're soft. That so it's it's also about playing. Put put the right thing on the floor, and then play with a steady beat. One of our other bass players. When we got our subs working real good, he was like, "Hey, I, I'm 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 really loud, so I'm gonna play softer." I'm like, "No, no, just play," you know. Even if you feel like it's too loud, you got to be able to trust that your sound guy is gonna mix it, so you're not gonna be up there trying to play real soft because then he's gonna turn you up. And then, so just play solid, play steady, and even if it's like a big build, just stay steady. You know what I mean? A bass player should just stay about the same. Really, that's interesting because you'd think your sense of musicality would say play with dynamics. Yeah, you're going to play with a little bit of dynamics, but if you're thinking about mixing and you've mixed, if you have the bass player, you know, if it's a build and you have him set where you want and then he starts really banging on the bass, that's just going to cause bad tone, slappiness. It's um, basses will click like they'll just make clicking noises when they start hitting them too loud Mm -hmm. and make fret noise. There's only so much you can give a bass before you're getting fret noise and buzzing and clicking and and the tone breaks up so if you find that nice solid bass tone you know if you want to do a build do a slide do it up here do it maybe like go to eighth notes do 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 you know instead of instead of just trying to hit it harder okay so that's bass playing but that's better bass tone if you can get your bass tone really good going into the mixer you know, off your off the floor into the mixer, and then you can just stay solid. Your your mixer guy is probably going to be more confident, push you up, and he's going to put you where you need to be. And if you stay in that place without messing with your volumes and stuff, your tone's going to be good all around, right? Sure. All right, that's bass. Next week, we're going to be talking about electric guitar. And hopefully, I don't go on forever with the electric guitar. But <laughs> go to make sure you go to Worship the King or worshipbandbuilder.com slash gear. Okay, worshipbandbuilder slash gear dot uh, com slash gear. Uh, all of my links are in here. Everything I'm using, very specific stuff, uh, very specific brands that I like, that I've used, and notes on them. Also, now you can partner with Worship the King. With our ministry, over half of, at least half of our resources are absolutely free, but it does cost money. All of this gear, all of this production, all of our team members, you know, we are spending money and creating content, but we're doing that because you guys help us. So partner with us at worshipthekingcom slash partner. You can become a monthly partner. You can join the subscription service that we have, get a little extra lessons in there. 
And you can also just buy a songbook uh, from Amazon and give it a five-star rating. Those things really help us. It helps our bottom line when you do those simple things. Leave a review on Amazon, share this video with your friends, and if you just want to get right down to it and support this ministry financially, you can do that at worshipoftheking.com slash partner. And we thank you for it. Oh,